Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, December 14th, 2024, and this is episode 588 of the Lots Project Podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled A Random Topic Thursday and Ask Me Anything, and I will be hitting several shorter topics that I have on a list here and uh, taking questions from the audience. We already got a few from the telegram chat and one here already in the in the live stream comments so if you have a question throw them in there throw them in all caps or put a big q or something so i can find them and i will get them on the list to get to today other than that let's grab a cup of coffee and get started how is everybody doing this morning good morning pip in early happy friday eve to you also sir and thank you for the question submissions i appreciate it Jim, good morning, good morning, good morning, and Rachel, Rewilder Life, how we doing? Thank you. Um, I am feeling better. I am feeling better. Um, amazingly better. It was, uh, I was just talking to Corey about it before the show. It was like a light switch, and it was it was crazy. Um, Wednesday was, was that Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, uh, when I stopped early. Uh, it was bad and uh, spent most of the day in bed, uh, actually in bed, in pain, in uh, in the in the my office chair in pain, couldn't get comfortable and um, made it through, woke up yesterday and was kind of iffy and um, took it easy for a little bit in the morning. And all of a sudden, bam, it is uh I felt better yesterday. Like I got a bunch of stuff done after the fact yesterday. I got a bunch of wood processed and was feeling much, much better. So good morning, Rachel Brown. How are you doing today? Rachel, Rachel in Rachel, Rachel in the in the comments. This uh this could turn out interesting. I uh, hope hope you're doing well at work this morning. Haas, how we doing from North Far, Northern California? Still in California. And Pickle Pete, what are you doing up so early, my man? What are you doing up early this morning? And yes, I am still alive. Uh, what's in the cup today? We got uh, Silver Bullet Blend. Silver Bullet Blend again. Um, it is what it is. It is fantastic for sure. And guys, I wanted to mention, if you got somebody on your list that drinks coffee, like so many of us in the world... Uh, Shoot them a couple pounds of coffee for Christmas. And uh, I'm sure Brian will take care of you over at Food Forest Farms. He will uh, do a handwritten note for you if you let him know. If you order that, put that in the notes, or you can uh, just shoot him a message from the site on Telegram anywhere and uh, discuss what you need. And he will uh, he'll hook you up. He has the best customer service of anybody I have found. So, yeah, check it out. Foodforestfarms.com order some awesome coffee for uh, for those hard to find people hard to find gifts for people is that sound hard to right? Corey says hard to buy for hard to buy for people <laughs> yeah the people that you don't know what the hell to get grab them uh, grab them some food forest farms uh, coffee instead of buying a gift card and kind of, instead of being like oh I'll just get them a gift card or I'll give them cash 
support a small business and uh, order them some awesome coffee. You never know. They might love it. They might uh, they might fall in love with it and start buying it every month. And that's a win, win, win. Ah, good morning, Black Blakesley Acres. How are we doing? And Jim says H2O. Um, yeah, I was very I was very focused on drinking water because I had had and it was weird. I think that was like the culmination of all the, the sickness. It had been a while. I hadn't been feeling the best. Um I think Corey and I figured it was uh maybe a little over a week. And it started with this really crazy sore throat that um, it wasn't like that scratchy um, sore throat. Uh, it was like pain in my throat. And I was like, whoa, this is weird. And um, I had had it before at some at some point. Like it, I wasn't an unfamiliar feeling, but it wasn't that normal, like dry, scratchy, thro sore throat. Yeah, rewild their life says it's the Rona. Yeah, probably it's it's probably a seasonal cold that is now called the Rona. But it uh, it started and then it went away, and I was like, oh, that was weird. And then it came back, and then the cough got a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and man, one day of absolutely feeling like I was gonna die, and then all of a sudden it was better, and I was like, okay. So I was waiting yesterday. I got up and I was feeling a little better. And I had, didn't have any show prep done because I was so out of it on Tuesday. I was like, I'm going to give this a little bit. And just sat, sat, sat. <laughs> I just sat there and I didn't, and I, I felt fine. Went on the dog walk. I felt fine. I was like, okay, well, it is what it is. But with that sore throat, I was being sure to drink water, um, making a conscious effort for it because uh, I remember when, when Dorothy um, Spirko ended up getting sick and she had sore throat, she ended up having to get IV uh, fluids because she she didn't drink when she had her sore throat. And that just kind of like sat in the back of my head. And I was like, oh, shit, I should probably do this. Uh, so, yeah, I drank water. And um, I don't know. Jim says he wonders if it's regular AIDS. I don't know. I had on my list here. Uh, remind me. I didn't put it on this morning. It was on the other day. But I read an article about... Uh, Something like 25% of the people that got poked um, now have VADS. Have you heard what VADS is? V-A-I-D-S. It's like, um, what, what did it say? Vaccine, vaccine-induced anti-immune deficiency syndrome or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's some like uh, auto, autoimmune, autoimmune disease syndrome. Something something i don't know kyle's not here so kyle's sick now kyle made a trip to kyle made a trip to tennessee and now he's sick good morning walter how are we doing uh anyway what uh what variety of topics do we have this morning i got um several several um Rewilder Life says my aunt is currently dying from that and that drug that kills your kidneys. I'm not sure what drug kills your kidneys, but she's dying of AIDS. Um, she got the she got the vaccine and then ended up with autoimmune. That's weird, weird that they uh, they rush through an experimental drug and give it to people and then they get sick with things that they don't know how to cure. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. That's, that's a shocker for me. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? Going to talk about um, 
St. Paul police video. I put in the in my chat. I uh, I watched a St. Paul police video that was pretty interesting. Uh, I think my stance on on police is kind of known if you listen to the show. Uh, but I watched it and I, I watched it with an open mind and it was interesting. It was interesting. I mean, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. And uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, YouTube channel is growing. Uh, we made a mistake with the dogs. We uh, we rectified that mistake and we will apologize deeply for it tonight. Uh, have plans for that. And um, new business is launching this weekend and some other things in the work. And I got some questions to go over. <laughs> oh, no, Rachel, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, sh oh, the drug that they gave for COVID that, uh, oh, man, that's that's horrible. I, I hate hearing personal stories of this we had it affect um had it affect our um remdesivir yeah 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 yep i'm sorry rachel i uh i'll, I'll keep her in my thoughts for sure for sure that's uh that's some crazy stuff i i don't know the whole thing was just a shit show and i don't i think the fallout from it is just starting i think the fallout is um uh, is just starting i think back in the day when they started poking people that was like the timeline it was like one to two years that they thought that was going to be the this fallout it wasn't going to be like an instant everybody falls over uh but it was going to be a long tail so uh rewild their life says so glad it was a hill i was willing to die on yeah that was i mean that was the beginning of it like that i think that um i was pretty steadfast in my in my beliefs I thought I was at least but that definitely was a hill that um I think people realized they had to draw their line at that point when this was all starting to go and was it going to be medical forced medical procedures was that the tipping point I think it was for a lot of people but drawing that line earlier and standing to it was uh, very important. And Corey and I both did it. Corey and I both sat one night and said, "We're not getting, we're not getting forced to do anything um, to our bodies to keep a job or to do anything like that." Uh, and so, yes, so it is what it is. And I don't, I don't fault anybody for doing it. I don't fault anybody for having to keep their job. I don't fault anybody for whatever reason they had to do what they, cause it's a personal decision, but I do feel good about the fact that we did draw that line and stood at it. And, and basically nonchalantly looked at HR lady when we had our meeting that they were going to start having because OSHA, we were under OSHA and uh, public service standards and basically stared her in the face and said, well, either uh, this doesn't happen or you have one less employee. And I looked around at all my coworkers that were like, oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to quit, too. And they're all like, whoa, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I need the paycheck. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. Didn't end up happening. But um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Rewilder's life. It is personal. We should always protect people's right to control their own body and what goes in it. Yeah. And if you, if you choose to want to do that, like I totally understand there were people that really 
really made sense. It made sense. Like it's uh, it was a flip of the flip of the, the coin either way. Um, the point where I was in my age, health and, and confidence in the fact of what I was seeing going on felt that I didn't need it. And um, turns out I didn't. So there you go. There you go. That's that. Um, what is uh, what is on this list next? Tomorrow, I'm uh, going to do 75, 75K giveaway. That's rolling still. We're going to need 25 people in the drawing to give that away. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking that's going to probably end at the first of the year. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. I really don't know what the future of the giveaway is and how that's going to go. But uh, something else on my list, I'll, I have it lower. Oh no, it's right here underneath it. I snuck it in, in the line, but uh Missing the show yesterday and my plans to rectify that because I was uh, very excited a while ago when I when I kind of counted out the the show episodes and it turned out that the Friday before the new year was going to be episode 600 of the show. Um, I uh, and so I was driving for that. I was driving for that. And Corey, Corey saw me yesterday morning anguishing um anguishing with the fact that i was going to miss a show and be one off and end up not hitting 600 before the end of the year so <laughs> i'm like what am i going to do what am i going to do and i think i found a solution and it might tie in really well with uh with a final satoshi giveaway or a big one or a change in that but I think I might do a show 600 um, on New Year's Eve afternoon because New Year's Eve is Sunday, right? New Year's Eve is on a Sunday. Uh, we'll have episode 599 on Friday, take Saturday off, and then Sunday midday or early afternoon. I don't think I want to do it in the evening because I'll be getting up and doing another show in the morning. But maybe uh, a Sunday afternoon show. Maybe, I don't know, maybe open have people pop on if they want do a do a kind of a impromptu live stream and a giveaway i don't know still spinning it around in my head if you guys have any ideas for that that would be cool but a big uh a big episode 600 celebration i'm trying to talk Corey into maybe participating uh we'll see we'll see uh jim wonders if someone will kick in some and get it up over 100 uh we will see we will see uh, Rachel asked a question real quick. I don't know if I can, uh, I don't know if I'm the right person for this, but she says, will the North have a white Christmas? Shake your crystal ball. You got a crystal ball here. Let me have your head. <laughs> um, the white Christmas in the North Michigan. Yeah. You'll have a white Christmas. Even if you got to go out and use fake snow or something, you can definitely have a white Christmas. I don't know, Rachel. I, um, I don't know. This uh, is this like an El Nino year or something like that, where it's uh, it's getting weird. I saw some Facebook posts. Now that I'm back on my personal Facebook page, I have all this Minnesota stuff on there, and it was talking about um, the ice thickness on a lot of the lakes. And I'm familiar with a lot of the lakes they're talking about. And they said there were still like two weeks out from getting out on some of the bays and one of the major ice fishing lakes in the, in the Brainerd lakes region. I was like, Holy shit, that's late. 
And then Corey and I got talking and I remember Christmas Eve having to walk out on the lake because the ice wasn't thick enough. So I don't know how unusual this is. It usually gets cold. It gets cold early snows. And I guess Minnesota's just been a shit show for snow this year. Um, And then it didn't really get cold until January, January, February. It was just, just brutally cold, but uh the beginning of the season was a lot of um, just that instant change from fall weather to cold and snow and then dealing with the snow right away. And then the cold came later. Uh, good morning, Canadian Farmstead. How are we doing? And Hunter, I saw you sneak in there and over on Twitch holding down the fort. Appreciate it. Um, Rich Brown said... Uh, they, had, they tried to force a jab at her work. Kind of figured that was a goodbye for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I was just ready to to say screw it. Corey, Corey was able to go through the the religious exemption. <coughs> I, um, yeah, I, I was just, yeah, no, <laughs> just no, <laughs> no. Um, Jim. <laughs> Tim says, I, I'm sure the weather report will be lots of red, scary colors going forward. Um, for winter? For winter? Or is that because it's too hot in the winter they have to put the red up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, let me see here. So if you guys have any thoughts on the New Year's Eve show, anything that you would like to participate in, uh, a good time, because I'm trying to figure out, I know people used to go out on New Year's Eve. Uh, I don't think they necessarily do much anymore from from what I've heard over the years. So would an earlier afternoon, uh, later afternoon, I don't know. I don't know what a good time would be. I don't think I want to get up uh, extra, uh, extra early on a Sunday morning to do it. I think it'll be later in the day uh, and uh, just do a 600 ep- 600th episode celebration. And then it will be a transition into the new show format the next day. So. Yeah, drop a drop a note in Telegram chat or here or anywhere I'm on socials if you have an opinion on that. Another goal by the end of the year, we got a couple of weeks left here. We've got three weeks, a little under three weeks left. Uh, we want to get to 200, 200. We want to get to 200 subscriptions on our YouTube channel. <laughs> we want to get to 2,000 uh, subscriptions, 2,000 subscriptions on our um YouTube channel. We're at 1,987 right now. I think we can, we can make it by new year's. We just need another 13, uh, plus or minus because people drop off here and there, uh, just because that's how it goes. But, uh, yeah, I want to bump up over that 2000 mark, hit a bunch of goals here at the end of 2023. Pickle Pete says there'll be a Sunday night football on new year's Eve. That's cool. I always liked the, the holiday games. Um, in Buffalo when I was growing up, we went to some, uh, we went to a Sunday night game. It might've been one of the first Sunday night games in Buffalo when the next day was Columbus day. What a shit show. <laughs> Those boys started drinking. Like it was a noon game. The game started at like eight o'clock at night and no one had to work the next day. You can imagine what that turned out to be. But yeah, 2000. 2000 drive for 2000 we got 13 more that we got to get i hope that everyone here is subscribed to the youtube channel if you're not roll down hit that subscribe but while you're there looking to see if you are subscribed hit the like um 
hit the like uh, and um, yeah, help the show spread a little bit. So yeah, 2000 by the end of the year, we should be able to get that 13. Corey's been doing a fantastic job with uh, getting dog shorts and uh, man, they help the channel quite a bit. And so we're going to focus on that a little bit more. Going to focus a little more on the on the YouTube channel uh, in 2024. Hopefully, hopefully get that a little better, a little more solid, and a, a good schedule for both long format and short format content. So that is on the list. Kind of dialing in what we're doing and focusing on uh, things that are working so far. So. That is that. Let's uh, move on to the next thing on my list here. We have a lot of making up to do with our dogs. I mentioned it in the Telegram chat yesterday. Uh, so Walter is our oldest dog. He's a year older than our two younger ones. If you don't know, the two younger ones are um, half brothers. Be half brothers. Same same dad different moms i always want to say same same mom different dads but it doesn't really work like that uh but they ended up being born actually on the same day and we always just guessed i mean we knew when we got them we had the paperwork uh and then we just started assuming the dates that uh, that they were we we kind of got in this routine you know you're like oh it's this date and then you're both like eh. Corey and I are known for not being good with our, our dates. We had to like randomly pick a day that we got together and started dating. We ended up having to put it in Facebook because we could never remember. Uh, we don't really celebrate a whole lot of uh, anniversaries or dates or anything like that. So somebody said the date. I think I think it was uh, December 3rd that they were born. And so we assumed that was Walter. We thought the, the, the twins were born. Twins. <laughs> I call them the twins. Oh God. Um, they were they we thought they were born like later in December, uh, around this time. And so finally yesterday, we were like, screw it. We got their we carry a um we carry all their documentation with us, obviously, since we're have everything we own. This will kind of go to Pip's uh Pip's uh, question later. But we grabbed out their paperwork and we looked up the dates they were born. And sure as shit, we were way off. <laughs> we were way off. Uh, Norman and Clyde were actually born on the 3rd of December, correct? 3rd of... It was the 1st? The 1st. I thought it was the 3rd. It was the 1st. Uh, the 1st. Corey thought it was the 3rd. I think that they just put the 1st because they didn't. They just put whatever date. I don't know. The, the, the two younger ones were born on the 1st on December 1st, 2020. And Walter was actually born December 13th, 2019. So Walter actually turned four years old yesterday. We had celebrated Walter's birthday on the 3rd. Uh, we didn't celebrate the two little ones' birthday, the little ones, the younger ones' birthday at all, because we thought theirs was the 13th. And so we had to do something. We really gave Bear some love yesterday, which uh, was weird because he already thought that he had his birthday. But we realized that his favorite thing in the whole world, we wanted to have him a little birthday party. We we're going to get him some cake or something. And we realized that his favorite thing in the whole world is pizza. And this dog, since day one, 
since day one, man, he has just been obsessed with pizza, whether it be pizza crust, you don't even need to give him any, he will sit and stare at you for the entirety of the time that the pizza is on your plate on the table. If you leave the pizza on the counter with the lid up, even though everybody's done, he's just like eyeballing it. Like, Hey, I want some of that favorite food by far. I have to say, um, and coincidentally today, <laughs> today is Charlie's pizza. Our, our favorite uh, pizza truck, pizza, New York style, fantastic pizza. We finally found here in Tennessee. They are in town, in our town. They travel around uh, and it's the last trip of the year. They are coming this week and then they're taking until the new year off for Christmas holiday. And man, so we're going to have a little pizza party for Walter and the twins. <laughs> Walter, Norman and Clyde are having a pizza party tonight. We usually give them uh, some of the crust. We save crust for them. We break it up. They each get a piece or two every time. Uh, I said, nope, that's not good enough for a birthday party. This is a pizza party. And they will hopefully, Corey will allow me to give them each their own slice of pizza tonight. Whole slice, cheese, sauce, pepperoni, and everything. So I think he's going to be excited. I think he's going to be excited for sure. Pip says, pizza dogs are like their owners. Owner, owner. Corey, Corey would uh, not agree with the fact that she is obsessed with pizza like I am. Um, I've kind of, I've kind of brought her into the fold a little bit. I think she understands a little bit. I did take her back to New York and took her to some of the places where I started eating it. I think she understands the, the premise of my psychosis re revolving around this. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Pizza party tonight. Pizza party tonight um good morning hanging laundry how are we doing thanks for swinging in is that a puking emoji with the sunshine or a sunrise with the suns <laughs> pickle beat says we call them pizza bones yeah yeah but the problem is with uh with charlie's we get these things uh they're garlic knots and uh they put them in a container and the garlic uh, sauce, butter, whatever it is, I'm sure it's super good for you, is in the in the bottom of the in the bottom of the container. And we like to take the crust and dip it in the garlic knot sauce so the dogs get less and less uh, pizza bones. But yes, pizza bones for sure. That'll that'll probably be a, a term that sticks. And uh, she hanging laundry confirms that it is a sunrise emoji and not a puking emoji. <laughs> I didn't know. Maybe you're hungover this morning or something. <laughs> uh, so a pizza party tonight is going to be fantastic. I am I'm excited about that, and uh, I think the dogs are too. I think the dogs are too. I'm I'm kind of upset. This is going to be the last of the year. But uh, I'm going to talk to him and make sure I get his January schedule and we get it as soon as possible in the new year. So pizza party tonight, guys. I'll probably get some uh, video, some pictures. I don't know. I got to go get groceries and stuff today. Maybe I'll get some party hats um, and we can wear party hats and, and decorate for them. We'll see. We will see for sure. Definitely be content night for, uh, for us if we do have the big old pizza party. 
Walter, do you want a big piece of pizza for a birthday? I have a I have a co-pilot here this morning. Hanging laundry says too old for morning sickness. <laughs> Jim says we we gave the dogs too much beef rib fat one year, went through quick, complete disaster throughout the house. Good luck. Um yeah, I mean they are pretty big dogs. I wasn't thinking that they're going to get a, a big piece of pizza by any means, but uh, I think it'll be a symbolic gesture more than anything. And they'll get uh, they'll get a thin, thin slice and they're big enough. Jim, how big are your dogs? Because like if you give them a quarter ounce of beef fat, I think uh, I think our boys eat more crap off the side of the road than that when we go for a walk every day. So. They're uh, they got pretty good stomachs. I mean, they 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 puke all the time. <laughs> pretty good stomach. I I I don't know. They they have issues on the one end more than the other end for sure. <laughs> They're a mess. They're a disaster. Like uh, Corey and I were sitting here before the show, and Walter and they were all wrestling and uh, upset, not upset, but wound up. And Walter came over and he was drooling. He had big old slinger. Uh, drool hanging out of his mouth and he shook his head and it flew we both saw it flew and we were both examining like to see where it went and none of us could find it so i'm imagining it hit the ceiling or the wall or something and we were just happy that it wasn't hanging off one of our faces or something like that on the computer screen things like that like so um german shepherd mix nice 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 i um yeah, we had a couple German Shepherds. They were good boys. They were good boys. Um, TikTok question yesterday. Corey and I were Corey and I were talking about it. Um, I guess it's viral now. She was playing the video. Uh, would you give up your dog for two hundred thousand dollars? Would you give? Um, would you give up your dog for two hundred thousand dollars? Would you sell it? For two hundred thousand dollars, and I'm like, hmm. uh, Corey's like, you'd probably do it for thirty bucks. I was like, each. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. Two hundred thousand dollars is a um, it's a life changing amount of money uh, for something that's temporary in your life right now, like a permanent change for a. Uh, I think at this point, maybe I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to have the. Um, Jim says yes, I'd sell one of the grandkids. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you might sell some of the grandkids before the dogs, but yeah. Uh Rewilder Life says no. Yeah, I don't know. It's two hundred thousand is that weird like middle. Like it's not it's not two hundred million dollars. Like if there was a I don't know. Ah, I don't know. I can't, I, I can't make the call. Like I start to say yes. And then I look at them and I'm like, and then they slobber on me and I'm like, yep, gone. <laughs> Pip says, depending on where the dog will be sold to. That was my first question. That was definitely my first question was it really depends on who it's going to. And if somebody's willing to pay $200,000 for the dog, I, I, I have to assume they're going to take care of it. Or they're super sadistic and have more money than they know what to do with. I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, open adoption. <laughs> yeah, I would I would have to know where they were going and that they'd be taken care of. Corey, Corey said that kind of yesterday. She's like, I need to know where they were going and I would probably end up getting rid of two of the three. <laughs> like, I wonder which ones. I wonder which ones. I'll let you guys leave it up to you to decide which two two of the three that Corey would uh, Corey would go with if the dog was going to be taken care of. They definitely would need to be get taken care of. I would never put my animals in a situation where they would be abused. Walter's looking at me like, where am I going? <laughs> uh, well, as long as they have pizza, Walter won't care. Um, so yeah, next on the list, I don't know if any of you guys were in the telegram chat yesterday, if you pulled up the video of the, the St. Paul police officer shooting that I, uh, that I posted. So earlier I was mentioned being back on Facebook quite a bit with the, the lakes in Minnesota. Uh, I also have a bunch of the, uh, I guess it would be conservative, libertarian, flair news types, um, the the alternative news sites from Minnesota that um, that we that I followed when I was there. Haven't seen them in a, about a year or so because I've been focusing on um, <laughs> New, New Year's Eve St. Bernard giveaway, two hundred thousand dollars a ticket. <laughs> Only one winner, and I'm guessing her name starts with a K. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I started going over to the personal Facebook page to get in some of the local area groups around here. And so I'm seeing all these, these old sites that I used to be on. And one of them, I guess, the, the story caught my eye. It was uh, St. Paul Police released the body cam footage and the vehicle cam footage from uh officer involved ossifer ossifer involved shooting in saint in saint paul um last week i think it was the 7th of december <laughs> they're releasing it quite early so i don't know i didn't i got to the video i was reading the article about what happened and then I clicked on the video and I never really, I, I dropped the ball. I didn't go back and read uh, if they were pursuing it or not. From watching the video, I don't think the guy should be charged whatsoever. And if you know me or have talked to me or interacted with me, you know that I'm never leaning on the side of a police officer just because um, they enforce a bunch of shit that they shouldn't. And I just morally opposed to it, but they are doing their job and I don't like to see anybody get hurt. But the dude got shot, basically. Uh, so I don't think he was shot before he shot someone else. So I don't think just in a general philosophy situation that he should be charged with anything. But what went down, and you can still see the video. You can go over there and check it out after the show. But um, the cop got called to a domestic violence. Basically, I would call it a domestic violence situation where a guy was ramming his car into his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or baby mama. I don't think it was a random. Uh, the dude was ramming his car into her car. And so they called the cops. I don't know if she called the cops or somebody else called the cops. I didn't get that much detail. But basically, that's the situation that was going on. 
dude was ramming his car. Uh, inner city St. Paul. Get the picture. Uh, cop was close. Didn't even go lights and sirens. Uh, it appears where they started the video, from what I could tell, he was receiving the dispatch call. And he was like, it looked like he drove maybe two blocks. So he was responding, no lights, no sirens, got to a light, got to a, a stoplight and had a, a turn arrow. He, no one, um, no one yielded for him. You couldn't hear the sirens. So I knew he, I didn't think he was, he was responding in, uh, in an emergency fashion. But as soon as he turned the corner, the, the car, there was a car in the middle of the road. Like it was like, it was ramming someone on the other side. You could kind of tell that, that he had gotten to the place where he needed to go. And the YouTube video first shows the dash cam footage and then it cuts back and goes to the beginning again and shows his body cam footage. And basically what goes down is cop gets out of the car, sees the dude who is out of his car, says, get on the ground. And then the dude shoots at him. The, the, the suspect shoots at the cop and the cop drops him. Like really, really just drops him. And uh, I don't know if the guy died. I have an assumption that he wasn't doing so hot. But the thing that blew my mind were the other citizens around. Like, what was going on beyond just the cop and the, the guy he shot? And by the way, the cop got, sh got hit when the guy shot at the cop and hit him. Very impressed at his composure uh, through the whole thing after being shot initially when he got out of his car. <laughs> I was pretty impressed by that. He um, he did pretty good. I think uh, anybody in that situation that handled themselves like that would be a solid job. But basically, um, the woman, I, I think it was the woman that he was ramming, obviously still in love with the gentleman that was ramming her with his car, uh, goes and drives and parks her van, gets out and is running over there and trying to help this guy on the ground cops got him again gunpoint he's screaming at her to get the hell out of the way because he needs to be able to see what's going on to go and try to help the guy and she's screaming you gotta help him and he's like get the fuck away from him or i'm not going anywhere near him and she wouldn't move she wouldn't move finally he gets her to move but yeah i was like wow what an interesting like everything in this video was just like holy shit um the beginning i kind of chuckled and it's not a funny situation but you know that's just me i guess he gets out of the car <laughs> when they went to his you could hear it a little bit from the dash cam video my my favorite part of the video is the body cam where you you can hear him playing his day when uh when he's talking not when he's giving instructions like you could hear him yelling at the suspect you could hear him yelling at everything when uh from the dash cam but when they went to the body cam he gets out of the car and he's like get on the ground and you see the guy kind of duck behind the car and reach for his gun and you hear the cop go oh fuck like here we go 
And I was just like, oh my God. I, it's like, I've been in this situation at work. I've not been there where I was going to get shot, but I've been in this situation at work where I'm like watching something develop and I'm like, oh, fuck. And he says it so, so like, oh, it's going to be a long day, guys. And the dude just opens fire on him. And then he, so he returns fire, drops the guy on the ground, calls his radio, and plain as day, no, nothing. He's like, uh, shots fired, shots fired, I'm hit. <laughs> just keeps going, starts screaming at the suspects, starts screaming at everybody, uh, and then calls again. He's like, officer hit. I'm not code four yet. I assume code four is like down and out, like can't uh, can't help himself. If anybody in the audience knows uh, police lingo, uh, whatever code four is, he was not code four. He was still standing there. And uh, yeah, I was just like amazed by this video. The whole thing just um, captivated me for uh, a couple hours yesterday. So I was... Uh, I was pretty impressed by the man. I was pretty impressed. So I'm going to have to follow up. I, I hope he's okay. Um, maybe he, he gets to retire with full disability or something like that. Uh, Hunter says code four means safe. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't safe yet. Uh, there was some big fat black lady standing right next to the guy's gun that he just dropped on the ground. Um, Hanging Laundry says imagine... Uh, <laughs> imagine the adrenaline imagine the yeah i i uh i was watching the video a couple times uh the body cam video he was definitely shaking after he after he got hit and realized he was hit and had hit the suspect he like came and took cover behind the car a little bit and you see his arms like he was still drawn down on the guy and his arms were definitely, uh, definitely shaking. And I was like, is that the camera? No, that dude. And I was like, I didn't fault him, uh, fault him whatsoever after being shot and, and shooting someone. I can't imagine what that would be like. So if you want to check out the video, you can definitely hit the telegram group t.me slash lots chat t.me slash lots chat. It is, uh, it is up there yesterday sometime you can scroll up or uh, I, after the show i might be able to go in and pin it so it's up there if you want to see it you have to be logged into uh logged into youtube and it is an unlisted video on the on the saint paul police site and i don't know how long it's going to be up but uh mature content for sure when someone gets plugged uh two people get plugged i guess uh in in a video a couple times so Gotta be signed in to watch it and uh, gotta have the link. So check it out if you want. Check it out if you want. It's uh, interesting. Interesting for sure. Um, maybe there'll be another, maybe there'll be another uh, St. George situation. Uh, you guys from all over the country, I don't know if you guys got to, what is going on over there? Norman's having, uh, having fun in the back room, bouncing the whole trailer around. Um, I don't know if you guys, no, did you guys watch the George Floyd stuff? I don't know if it was like a focus of attention because for us, because both of Corey and I, when that was going on, Corey worked um, kind of close to it. And I had, uh, I had possibly, I was possibly going to have to go down and work in the middle of that shit or be requested to um george floyd if you don't remember was the dude in minneapolis uh got killed by the cop uh 
choked out, kneeled on or whatever, whatever happened, how it ever went down. I don't know. You can, you can have your version of the truth. It seems like everybody does on that whole situation. But the, the thing about that was I was remembering back Corey and I, when that was going on, used it as our, our kind of our evening TV. We had a bunch of YouTubers and uh, live streamers uh, on the net that were there, that were live streaming um, what was going on, the riots. And some of them were there documenting it. Some of them were there participating in it. But basically, Corey and I would end our day by sitting on the couch watching the riots on the big screen. And uh, I just look back and remember... I remember the, the 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 days sitting there watching watching them burn down the city live on TV as if it was an entertaining um entertaining uh television show but we had our 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 favorite rioters that we would watch and uh <laughs> it was just it was just odd hunter says i think that cop's dead now shiv I think he was. Uh, I was asking Corey last night. I know he got stabbed like 30 sometimes. I didn't know if he survived or not. But yeah, it was after his appeal. I think his final appeal. And then he went into in back into jail. And they might have put him in Gen Pop because he was like, it was done. Like they weren't trying to keep him alive anymore because he was going to be in there until he died. Um, and uh, yeah. I think he died. It was, yeah, it was a pretty bad one. I think, I think they just, they stuck him until he, until he wasn't going to get up. Um, Hanging Laundry says, I was working, driving in Madison, Wisconsin. Downtown was destroyed. I literally saw dumpster fires in Madison or in Minneapolis. Oh shit. I, I, I was down there relatively short after it, and there were still plenty of dumpster fires. Uh, I had a coworker that actually went to a gas station in the third precinct uh, where they had burned down the, the police station and found a skimmer in one of the, the gas pumps. So what a skimmer, you know, the, the credit card skimming devices, he found one of those in there. And when you do that, you have to call the secret service they usually dispatch local police if there's nobody of way available. Um, <laughs> Pip, I got to clear this up. Uh, no, the, the guy in that police shooting video was not shanked. <laughs> it was the cop that killed George Floyd that was shanked. Uh, Derek Chauvin uh, was shanked. Sorry, sorry. Transitioning into all these these dirty Minnesota cops. Um, oh, Madison was burning. Yeah. Anyway, my coworker was down there looking. Uh, found a skimmer. Called the called the cops. The Secret Service dispatched the local cops, which happened to be an officer from Third Precinct. She rolled up in a car that was absolutely like beat up. Something you'd see out of like Grand Theft Auto. That. Um, you know, you've been driving around for a while and it's, it's been hitting shit. It's got all the dents and the, and the, and the paint and all sorts of, he took a picture of it. It was pretty solid. Um, and she got out and she's like, I don't have anything. I don't have any evidence bags. I don't have anything because the, the police station had burned down and they were had no place to go. And they had none of their stuff. And so my buddy went into the went into the store and grabbed a, uh, a sandwich baggie 
from the store, the convenience store, brought it back out. They put the put the skimmer in there, and she went on her way. And he's just like, it was the saddest thing he ever saw. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. That that place was a mess um, for a while. I think it probably still is. I I'm not not upset to be out of there. It wasn't the best neighborhood to begin with. There were the weird part about. There were super nice neighborhoods very, very close to where all the rioting were. And I think it spilled out into them. But the majority of the place where they were rioting uh, wasn't uh, wasn't the best to begin with, in in my opinion. Um, Man, 48 after. I'm going to get to these two last questions or these three questions that Pip had. Um, one from this morning <laughs> early uh, was... Pip asks, any recommendations for the study of basic psychology? No. <laughs> um, basic psychology, uh, I would have to say bartending for a decade was was a pretty good education in psychology. Uh, other than that, I, I, I took basic psychology in college and I think uh, touched on it a little bit in one of my high school classes. So that's was that. Um... <laughs> Hunter said he's seen cops use Whataburger number tens as evidence markers before. Uh, I do not have any recommendations uh, for the study of basic psychology. Um, Pickle B says, just send some seeds to my buddy in that nice neighborhood by precinct three. Nice, nice. Yeah, there are some pretty, pretty nice neighborhoods right there. Uh, so no, no recommendations on the psychology pip. I, I'm sorry for that. A uh, couple questions he popped in yesterday when I posted the posted the video link. If you guys ever want to get in on any of the questions, if you want to throw me questions, I uh, I will put them on a list and grab them on any of these AMA days. We um, the first question was what would proper paperwork, insurance, registration, identification for a nomad look like? Um, it, just like anybody else, just like anybody else, I'm pretty much, uh, well, we are South Dakota residents. Our vehicles are registered and insured. Our, our trailer is registered and insured, and I have a driver's license from South Dakota. Um, so that's kind of insurance, uh, registration, identification is my, my, um, South Dakota driver's license and insurance plates, everything. Um, I have to renew that every five years. Uh, that's when the, the license expires. And basically you have to spend one night there to get your driver's license renewed and yearly I can do, um, vehicle registrations through the mail. Speaking of which, we should probably look at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is what, um, that's kind of the paperwork that we have. As far as traveling, it is what it is. Like there are, there are insurance companies that, that cover full-time RVers that, uh, that know that you're living in it full-time, that you're traveling in it full-time. It is a specialty insurance. And basically you can find those through a lot of the, a lot of the places that'll do your domicile 
address, like the, the mailbox companies that, that do your address that allow you to get, um, get, uh, citizen citizenship residency, <laughs> residency in, in some of these States, they can refer you to insurance. Uh, and then also some of the major insurance companies have that program and there's certain agents that can help you with it. So that's insurance registration, uh, paperwork identification, just like you. Just like you, if you were traveling somewhere with a Florida ID in your car, uh, that applies to us. Uh, same same deal. Uh, and then the other question he had was state lines and laws. What are thoughts on anything that would raise a flag to local police while driving from spot to spot? Um, red flags. I mean, if you have out-of-state plates and a travel trailer, you look like you're on vacation. Um, as far as red flags, I don't know. I, I state lines and state laws, you, you do your due diligence uh, as much as you can. You can, you can drive yourself crazy about it, or you can just be smart about what you're doing. Um, I don't open carry in a state that's anti-guns. I don't, you know, I just don't do things that, it's the same as when I was in Minnesota and driving over the border to Wisconsin or driving over the border to North Dakota or South Dakota or into Iowa. Um, you just, you, you adapt. We don't travel fast enough that we're going through multiple States usually. Uh, and we have enough time to kind of just do a Google search and find out what the, the lay of the land is where we're going. And if we're planning out a trip, uh, I talked about that a few episodes ago, uh, how we plan out our trip. And I guess I just glossed <laughs> over that. But some of that research that I do when we're planning a long, um, a long like out and back trip or going somewhere new where we're gonna go through multiple states is I do touch on all the things that are pertinent and relevant to us uh, in our travels, firearms, things like that. Um, just to make sure we are, we are good. And, you know, my theory a long time was, um, you know, if you're people, people get upset about gun-free zones. Um, this is, this is in Minnesota. Um, this is it. So this was in Minnesota. You, you had the ability to open carry or concealed carry with a permit. Uh, with the places that were gun-free zones, it wasn't illegal to carry the gun into the place. It was illegal when they asked you to. Then you were either trespassing or in violation of whatever statute that uh, that they had going on with uh, carrying the gun there. So basically, if you were seen with a gun someplace you weren't supposed to have it, you were asked to leave. If you left, it was no harm, no foul. Uh, so... My basic stance on it was if I'm able to conceal a weapon with my permit, uh, I should be able to conceal it in a manner that no one knows I fucking have it anyway. So it doesn't matter. Uh, if somebody happens to see it, and this is in Minnesota again, like I'm not saying that do this where in California where it's you can't even look at a firearm with a bullet in it. Uh, but yeah, if you can conceal a weapon, conceal it concealed means nobody fucking knows you have it and if you are pulling it out you need it and it's not going to matter at that point um that is my um <laughs> that is my philosophy on that 
So I look at the laws, um, a lot of the laws, a lot of the states we focus on going to, especially revolving the firearms are firearm friendly, uh, constitutional carry, things like that. Um, with permit to carry, that is not, uh, um, it is reciprocated. And so there are plenty of states that you can go to that um, I did. We we both had permit to carries in Minnesota at one point. <laughs> and uh, some of us still do. But yeah, that's going to be an interesting thing when that expires because we've moved now and it's, it, it's expiring. So I don't know what's going to go on with that. That is uh, rapidly approaching, actually. So thanks for bringing that up, Pip. That's on now on my list to get into and figure out at that point. Uh, but sticking in, stick around in constitutional carry places and, uh, and you seem to be all right. So those were Pip's questions. Um, real quick before we, we wrap up. I uh, I'm working on a new affiliate account that I'm I'm excited about uh, working with another small business and I can't not going to say what it is yet but hopefully soon we'll be firing that up Corey is super excited about it so uh, you guys can you guys can guess and ponder and figure out what that is uh, all on your own and when I get the details and get it all worked out I will uh, I will definitely start promoting that but it just in a random occurrence um random occurrence yesterday got a email out of the blue and um <laughs> jim says jade, jade video it's in the works dude it is it is in the works um i was ready to do it on uh going into this week and then i got uh i got sick <laughs> mm, it's sitting right here look i even got it all boxed up again uh, with all the stuff in it. So yeah, it's there. It's there, man. Um, planning on doing a, uh, a walkthrough Corey and I figured out, um, Corey and I, uh, discussed some things and, uh, the security issues that I'm worrying about have gone away. So there's that, there's that Hunter says yarn barn. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Maybe I should get an affiliate with the yarn barn. Uh, cause that's the other thing I was going to mention real quick before I wrap up was, uh, Nomad Knits is um, might not be the exact name going forward, might not be the exact name going forward because I started looking at websites and that one might not be quite available. But uh, our uh, little side hustle will be firing up here this weekend. I believe that the the machine is waiting for us at the at the post office. So we're going to pick that up. Corey's got a pile of yarn for us to mess around with. We're excited to get going on it. We have a lot of uh, interesting ideas going forward with it beyond just the the basic throwing the hats out there um it uh yeah i'm excited Corey's excited Corey said she is uh excited about this product as much or more than she was with our rabbit foot keychains and she did she knocked that one out of the park so I'm excited to watch and see what goes on with it. I'm excited to do it with her and participate with her and uh, and help it grow and see where it goes. So anybody needs hats coming up? I know I got a bunch of Florida guys in this thing. I'm sure it's going to be chilly in Florida. You're going to need a beanie. Maybe we can make you a light, lightweight one. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll make the Florida beanie um, for Pip and Jim down there. Hunter, you need one down in Texas. I know it gets cold in Texas for sure. Um 
Jim says he's going to learn crocheting because of Corey. Good skill to have. Jim, I will, uh, I'll send you a video. I'll post it in the Telegram group here after our dog walks. But uh, Corey has a video on how to crochet on YouTube. YouTube. It's a, it's a up close, it's an up close um, video of her hands and how she does her blanket stitch. So I'll send that to you. It's a really good video and uh, you can share it around. You can watch it and you can let us know how it goes. Hunter says, hi, Viz. Can we make hi, Viz? We could, we could, oh, yeah, let's make some high-vis hats. <laughs> All you guys out on the construction sites will have your homemade, homemade knit hats. <laughs> Rewilder Life, uh, I did see, I saw the Barefoot Santa song. I didn't listen to it. I was a little under the weather when he posted it. I do have it uh, on a list to go back and listen to, so um yeah when we get back from our walks maybe i'll throw that on for Corey and i and let you know how that is uh, i'll get that video in the chat for jim the crocheting i appreciate you guys hanging out and uh and getting through this uh random episode random topic episode <laughs> uh still a little out of it but anyway tomorrow i haven't uh, i haven't picked anything yet but we're gonna have that seventy-five thousand satoshi giveaway i saw a message pop up there from jim i'm guessing some uh some more sats got dumped into that and uh, i'm guessing it'll be around a hundred thousand tomorrow um hunter wants ear flaps with three pom-poms and hanging laundry says going to do etsy i'm gonna do etsy i'm gonna do peer-to-peer -peer sales um i'm gonna do noster i'm going to do anywhere that anybody wants to buy them and the price will be according to uh to value for value there so it'll be uh it'll be an adventure but definitely going to have them up on etsy uh plan to sell them in person when we can and um yeah peer to peer wherever wherever i would love to uh i would love to have um i would love to have hats turn into bitcoin at some point that would be cool that would be cool anyway guys i'm gonna wrap it up i am going to wrap it up and uh get out of here we will get uh we'll get the show set up later this morning for tomorrow i hope you guys all have a good day i appreciate you hanging out please hit that like and share it with somebody you know share it with somebody you know if you're watching on youtube hit that share share the channel help us get to 2000 before the end of the year if you are uh if you're listening to the audio share it but let your person know it's only a couple of weeks. We're going to switch it up again. And uh, I think the audio, uh, the new audio format and show format is going to work out really well. I'm excited to, um, I'm excited to have that roll out here in a couple of weeks and see how it goes. Otherwise, guys, if you'd like to participate in these live comments, you can always join the live recording Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find uh, links to all my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make some clips, guys. Find the show. Clip it up. Make some clips. You know there's good stuff in these shows. I misspeak enough. I say stupid shit all the time. I also sometimes say good shit. So head on over to Fountain. Make some clips. Make yourself some sats. Stack, stack, stack the sats. Make it a great day, guys. And tomorrow, we'll talk to you on Friday.